Calling all mediocre males. Women's sports is up for grabs. It's time to live your dream. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Placed in sports, entertainment, and politics by men pretending to be women. And children are being indoctrinated at school to think that gender is a choice. The transgender movement is not a grassroots movement. It comes from the top. It has nothing to do with people's freedom of expression, sexuality, or civil rights. It's an evil psyop to, with a clear agenda to get us closer to transhumanism by making us question the most fundamental notion of human identity, our gender. If you don't know who you are, if you already identify as a hybrid between a man and a woman, you will be easily convinced to become a hybrid between human and machine. Gender ideology is the two plus two equals five from George Orwell's 1984 dystopian novel. It's the final test to see whether we will follow the most absurd party line towards our own extinction. But two plus two equals four. And no matter how you choose to dress, call yourself, or change your physique, will not change that. The sad reality, though, is that in the gaslighting process to get us closer to a post-human future, they have mentally and physically harmed an increasing number of children and young people. And it's only getting worse. This must be stopped. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Probably one of the best synopsis analysis of the transgender movement that I've ever heard. And that was Laura, is it Abilie, Abilie, um, from a Better Way conference, May of last year. You know, I like when she said that transgenderism is not a grassroots movement. Mm -hmm. And you know how you know that? Oh. There's no grass, there's no roots, and it's more like a fungus. <laughs> That's how you know. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for wrapping that up. I really appreciate well, you're not wrong. Um, so this is an interesting synopsis. You can weigh in on this if you're listening to us live. Mm -hmm. uh, 888-673-1450 is the call-in number. We'll be adding a new call-in number, too, so we'll have several. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, we'll have several numbers, and that'll be listed on the website. But... I think what's important to take away from, from what she said, and one of the most important things that we could probably say is end game, is the loss of who you are fundamentally drives you into transhumanism. And this end game, see, all along the way, it, it, it penetrates our culture. It changes that. There's all kinds of things that we can see along the way. But we realize now what the end game is, and that is... They truly want transhumanism at the end of this. But how do you get a populace of people that are so well identified as men and women to want to change themselves into that? But if you're already changing yourself and you're already identifying as something that you're at 100% not, because you'll never be on the inside, doesn't matter what you put on the outside, the dress or the pants or whatever, then you are... You, you're so ready to be changed into something else. And it's the, it's the taking of your, of your soul, really, of who you are at the heart of you. Yep. And, you know, this question has come up a lot for people. And it's, what do you do 
in churches? What do you do in classrooms when a kid identifies? How far does support go? You know, we're told to to love each other. We're told to support. And we had a talk not long ago about gay marriage. Would you go? Okay, where's your line in the sand? And where is the line in the sand for saying everyone's welcome, like at a church? Okay. But is there a place then where people jump on the train and go all in and say it's amazing and you're amazing and yes, I, I'm, I'm delusional with you and y- yes, little boy, you're a girl and we're going we're gonna to talk to you this way in church and we're going we're gonna to totally uphold what, the delusion that you're under. What happens in church when these kinds of things are going on? You know, one of the greatest arguments they use Mm -hmm. is, and invariably it goes there, if you don't accept me, you don't understand Christ's love. Yeah. And that's so false. Because so false. I mean, it's false. You... He would have rebuked it. Absolutely. He would have told the truth, because then what happens is, and I'm not, we're not going to stay on this the whole hour. I just... I wanted to mention this because it's a big question for people right now. Little 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 boy dresses like a girl. He's he's at your church. But everybody thinks that love means to go all in on the delusion and then and then to really not tell the truth. Okay? So then what? I mean, what message does that send because they're getting it in the classroom? Now what message does that send at church? When everyone's in on the lie and all the little kids go, that's not a boy. That's not a girl. That's a boy. You see, right? you use the word there that's very important. Mm-hmm. Lie. <laughs> right. Who is the king of liars? Who's yeah. number one no, tool is a lie? Satan. I know. And I bring this up because people are facing this right now. It's a big deal. It's becoming yeah. a big deal. And then what, where's, where are the lines drawn? Where, when is truth told at all costs? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Truth to be told at all costs always. Yes. Yes. Uh, you, the response in the school, and you're absolutely right, Uncle Milty, is a lie. And we mm-hmm. need to call a lie a lie. Uh, but you, the response should be no different than if the child identified as a chair. Mm-hmm. or a, yeah. a pencil, mm-hmm. you say, that's irrational, that's, stop being, uh, right. that's nonsense. Right. That's what we all should be doing consistently. And this uh, transgenderism, as they call it, is nothing more than another collective to move us into tyranny, as all uh, tyrannies have been based on collectivism. And, it, and it's, uh, at root of it is irrationality. So we have to keep pointing that out. Stop being an idiot. That This is irrational. There is no mm-hmm. law. Uh, no uh, truth to it and stop saying lies and let's get back to work. There you go. Thank you very much for wrapping that up. There's another point there. Yeah. Good. Call. You know, we, we are constantly being divided as a people. Mm-hmm. Now, even though the number of transgender people is extremely small, mm-hmm. less than 1% of the population, they have created a situation where because of this, do you love me like Christ would right, argument right. and all this? They have us divided as a people. 
because so many people are so afraid of being called a hater mm-hmm. that they go along with it. They're going all in. Yeah. Not just so, along with it, all in on the delusion. So that's where the division comes yeah. in. You don't have to be transgender to be part of the division. Right. You just have to accept it. Right. Because you're going to see more and more, you're going to see the boy dressed as the girl and going to girl activities at church, right? Or camps or week-long things. You're going to see a lot of accommodation for this. When do you stand up for what's right and in truth say, but that's, that's not okay? Should churches be welcoming of everybody? Sure. I, I don't disagree with that. But there's a point when you're now making everybody lie. Yeah. That's not okay. So we have to have, and I hate this, but come to Jesus moment for a lot of churches out there, for a lot of people out there to create then a boundary of being welcoming's fine, going all in on the delusion train, not okay. And that we are going to have to have more clear boundaries in our churches and in our schools. And the parents are going to have to set these boundaries. A Catholic priest, parents. friend of mine, mm-hmm. said it like this. We can tell them that they're Mm -hmm. accepted in the church, Uh but that we are not going to sacrifice our principles for them. Right. Right. That's it. Right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. In my studies, marriage was for the children that said union may produce. Mm -hmm. Uh, Boy, boy, girl, girl can bump fuzzies all day, but they won't produce children. (laughs) Thank you. That's true. true. Yep. Yep. It's just when uh, when congregations are then forced to lie and go all in and say, like he like the caller said, my my child identifies as a chair. Then the whole congregation goes, he's a chair. And all the other kids are observing this and saying, he's not a chair, though. Why are all you guys lying? Then trust erodes. And then we have a bit much bigger problem than what we started out with. Yeah. So. I'm not sure what this is going to look like in the future, but but people are coming to me with questions about this. They don't know what to do about this in their congregations. It's a big deal because this is where life meets the road and we're having to deal with this on a daily basis. And as we try to fix this problem, mm-hmm. let's not forget it was a gradual process. Mm-hmm. Along the way, little steps were taken. One of those little steps is the argument that priests, should women should be allowed to be priests and lots of churches changed I that i know that was oh well what's wrong with that that was a small step that got accepted pretty readily mm-hmm. yeah because of the women livers that's right yeah and so it's not okay we have to make sure in the future that mm-hmm. we don't let the little steps happen and we won't end up here so true and but we're right now you're gonna you're 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 probably witnessing this somewhere i i'm sure you are and anyway i don't care what church you belong to i don't care what that what what that looks like but i know that um even in my church we're seeing these kinds of things happen and it's it's disconcerting we can't we can't be forced to lie in this way we cannot represent that to children when we're when we're in class settings and we're in sermon settings no matter what church you're in those things have to be truthful so when the kids look at these adults lying that's not okay when i see a little kid as a trans kid all i keep thinking about is what is the mental state of the parents yeah. and i hate to say that but that's what's going through my mind i'm being honest um and i'm not 
I'm not quite sure what to do because do you want to make a kid feel bad? No, that's not the goal here. The goal here, though, is to be truthful with the child. It's to be truthful as, as, you know, we can't sit there and go along with this and then in, in really put girls like in, in, in the case of girls sports or girls activities at church or what, whatever the case may be, you add the little boy in dressed as the girl and the girls are like, why are you here? I mean, just cause you're wearing a dress, we know you're not a girl. So young kids are being kind of forced to accommodate and take this on and normalize it. And that's not okay. We're normalizing. Well, this, the psychological right. aspect of that is terrible because yeah. in their minds, they really aren't accepting it. I know. So there's a constant it's conflict a within them. It's a lie. Yeah. Do we want that at our churches? They're already getting it at school. Yep. Big and time. that's where parents are going to have to step in and make changes on their boards, make them listen to them. I know parents' rights are going out the window, but we still need to try on both fronts. Be right back. Keith Daly Show. Have you ever heard someone say, the system's broken? Sure you have. Well, it's not true. America's founders created a brilliant governing system that prevents us from having kings, queens, dictators, and even czars. We the people can replace every elected official in a span of six years if we so choose. Here at the John Birch Society, we believe the only way to liberty, prosperity, and national sovereignty is not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adheres to them. The reason we have a ballooning, reckless, and corrupt government is because elected officials aren't following the Constitution. The John Birch Society is principled, coordinated, effective activism. We believe the Constitution is the solution. Join JBS and change America. Visit JBS.org or call 1-800-JBS-USA1 to get involved. That's JBS.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. Lots of rainbow songs. <laughs> this is called Rainbow Child. She's my rainbow. Are you tired of the rainbow? I am. I'm really tired of the rainbow. Um. All right. Oh, welcome back. Kate Daly Show. So happy to have you listening in. And uh, Anders Edwardson joins us in the next hour. He wrote a book called uh, Radical Betrayal, How Liberals and um, conservative, Neoconservatives Are Wrecking America's Exceptionalism. So we'll be talking to Anders uh, in the next hour. I just wanted to mention, too, about Social Security Birch Gold put out an article talking about Social Security and what's what's happening with it. The trust fund is in big trouble and that the old age and survivors insurance uh, CASI trust fund will be able to pay 100 percent of total scheduled benefits until 2033, one year earlier than reported last year. They keep lessening it. At that time, the fund's reserves will become depleted and continuing uh, program income will be sufficient to pay 77% of scheduled benefits. It just keeps going down. And they're saying, look, they're going to raise, you know, in the past they've raised taxes or they've cut expenses or they've taken from the fund. And just, I don't, you know, it's not alarm. I mean, I don't want to cause fear. It's just 
don't count on it. <laughs> don't count on it. Shore up what you have, IRAs, buy gold and silver, shore up everything with gold. Text Birch Gold 989898. Text my name, Kate, okay? Uh, you'll get some free information to look at on this too. Um, so we were just talking about the Servant Foundation. The Servant Foundation came up with that Super Bowl ad. And Gary Wayne was on the show Monday, so we didn't talk about this, but the He Gets Us ad. And I'm the Servant Foundation is what started that. Um, they say they are no longer affiliated with the Servant Foundation, but the Servant Foundation was all anonymous donors with anonymous money, with a lot of it to pay for Super Bowl and Super Bowl ads. But so I always find that suspect when I see that everything's anonymous on the back end. But I am really proud to say that many people were calling this out on social media. Many conservatives were saying, ah, wait a minute. What do you mean he gets us? We're supposed to get him. Capital H. We're supp- <laughs> he doesn't come to us and wash our feet and tell us everything's fine no matter what sin you're doing. Just go keep going right ahead. I'll, I'm here to serve you. I'm just a servant to you. Because feet washing was done by the servants, okay, before the meals at the time. And he washed his disciples' feet. But it was a totally different context and reason behind it, right? Absolutely. So so that whole ad campaign at first looks really nice, right? And looks like a good message, but it's not. It's not. It's, It's twisted. It's twisted. He gets us. No, we get him. We rise to his level. We do what he asked, okay? And we're supposed to listen to his teachings. He doesn't come to us and say, hey, whatever, just washing your feet. That didn't it make, didn't the commercial make it sound like that? Uh-huh. No matter what you're doing. Yeah. Well, that, that's their agenda. Yeah. Um, here's from He Gets Us. Mm-hmm. The more ideologically defensive we become, mm-hmm. the more we are willing to sacrifice things like Kindness, Mm. patience, Mm -hmm. and the respect and dignity Dignity. of others for the sake of victory. No, for the sake of their soul. Do you know what dignity dignity. is? I know they cry. I know it's dignity, dignity, dignity. No one's actually taking away their dignity. That's a lie. What it is, is it's you have to go all in on the delusion. That's what it is. It's not about Mm. dignity. Give me anyone that's not treated with dignity. Everyone in our society is treated with some dignity. Give me a break, okay? But that is a call for come in my delusion, support me in that. It is not about dignity. It's a lot. Dig- dignity does not depend on what others think of you. Dignity mm-hmm. depends on what you think of yourself. Amen. Dignity brother. is a quality of feeling worthy yes. of esteem and respect right. has nothing no, to right. do with you're other right. people. But this is the buzzword. Right. Right. We're not, we don't, we're not treated with respect and dignity. You're treated like everybody else. You're just mad that everyone else is not going along with the delusion of right. you and right. what you think you ought to be. And that's our problem is that we're, we have to keep calling this stuff out and more and more Christians are going to get kicked in the teeth for this. As you call out and stand up for morals and stand up for what's right, just know that we're going to have to have some some pretty severe stock, some pretty some some pretty um, big reservoirs of courage in order to come up against the hate that's coming because they take all these words and twist them 
and all of these lies coming forward. Yep. You stand up for morals. You're the you're the worst, right? That's what they're saying. Be right back. Can you believe after all the recent violent protests, looting and destruction, some communities are considering either defunding or abolishing the police? If you agree that now is the time when police protection is needed most, then it's time we stand up and support your local police and the communities they serve. Call 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet. That's 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet today. This is the Kate Daly Show. Is it love? <laughs> it's a lot like love. Anyway, lots of counterfeits these days. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. I got Uncle Milty here with me because it's a Thursday. Chris Ann Hall will join us next week, by the way. I forgot to say that in the beginning. Um, and, uh, of course, Anders uh, Edwardson up next in the next hour. And, of course, go to activatefiq.com and get some wonderfully made supplements that will actually absorb in your body. I take the copper because copper is the master mineral, but you're not told that by your probable regular physician. Um, I don't know if they were actually ever trained in copper. It seems like they weren't. <laughs> um, we are devoid of copper. We need copper, and copper actually controls all the other uh, minerals in your body. It's like the it's like the orchestra. What is the guy that does the orchestra? The conductor. Thank you. The conductor. That's copper. So you must have it. It cleanses out everything in your body. So take copper and magnesium together. Go to activatefiq.com and um, it'll help your immune system a lot. And put in the code Kate. Okay. Um, and also my pillow. Oh my gosh. They have the best products. I love my pillow. They're always coming out with new stuff too. Um, that's amazing. Um, so just talking about this, of course you can weigh in. If you're listening to us live, and the number's on the website, katedallyradio.com, um, but uh, 888-673-1450, I know you have thoughts on this, and I think a lot of people are afraid to speak out on it. I do. There's a lot of fear. You know, Dr. Pesta often says that he who controls the language, you know, mm-hmm. and we see this often where words don't seem to mean what they used to, or they've been twisted a little bit. And a way around that is to get yourself an older dictionary. Mm -hmm. Here's one, a Webster's 1961 New 20th Century Dictionary Mm -hmm. for 20 bucks. Yeah. And it won't have all of the progressive definitions that have changed in the last 10 years. Start changing the dialogue there. Um, And I know the gentleman that called in earlier talks about that a lot, about the word choices we use and how we kind of short up. It's kind of like when people keep saying the word pandemic. We weren't in a pandemic. No, not even close. So, but we keep saying it because, you know, you got to believe, right? You got to say that because what does that do? It gives you sort of this this okay we can all agree on that scenario and we shouldn't all agree on a lie no so this is what they're doing with everything right now it seems like culturally it's like the lie but when i was talking about churches with clergy 
you're going to have a lot of different clergy, a lot of different people that are running churches and administrations that all do not know what to do when it means support or go all in on delusion. And parents are going to have to get very vocal with clergy, with administration, with bishops, with you name it, and start really saying, now look, there's support and then there's all in and lying. And we're not going to go that far to make somebody feel comfortable because everybody has their own idea of what that means. And it's going to translate into the churches unless the, unless the people set that straight. That's true. Saying. You know, when they say we can all agree on, mm-hmm. what they're really saying is if you don't agree, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that think COVID is a thing. It has 98 symptoms, but it's a thing. I don't. Sorry. And that sample has never actually come from the CDC, the whole string of COVID. They don't. Never. It's still not there after all these years. So, you know, and I'll keep saying how I feel. I'll interview a lot of people that feel differently than me. That's okay. But I'm going to still say how I feel because after all my research, I actually think it's just a name. I do. I think it's a name for the flu and for cold and for pneumonia and for everything. I think it's just a a really convenient name. For any respiratory illness. Yes. Yes. I still have a hard time believing what's going on in Ukraine. I still think it's a smart city scenario. And there was a wonderful um, author that put out what I've been thinking all along and saying on the show and talked about um, how they're very anxious now to rebuild into a smart city, smart country. (laughs) All that infrastructure they asked for in 2019, they want it. And in 2021, and then, of course, they got the war, right? So that's what enables that to happen. That's how we can send money over to make it happen. Otherwise... How are you going to send, why would you send money over there unless it's a war? Yeah. But they are very anxious. And did we see the Putin interview because they're very anxious now to end everything? Right? Because they want to get the contracts going. They're going into public-private partnerships. BlackRock, BlackRock's going to get investors. It's a whole big deal in rebuilding Ukraine as a smart country. A friend of my wife's just visited Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Said... You wouldn't even know there's a war going on. I suspected that. I suspected that. People are just living their life. Go Google Earth it. Just go do that. Um, It's been very suspect since the very beginning. And so I won't go along with those delusions. And, And we really have to look at end games. The end game of the transgender movement and the the guys doing girl sports and all this crazy that's going on across the country right now is to move you into androgynous nothingness so that you accept the next level that's coming in. And that is part machine, part man, part computer, part man. You, you, we lose identity, right? There's so many end games going on that are never talked about in, in our conservative radio that I wish people would tackle. I will not do transhumanism unless Mm -hmm. I can be the six million (laughs) dollars. You're going to play the music wherever you go on soundtrack. Oh, man. Um, It's it's I think it's just really hard. You realize how everything is subverted, but it's hard to know why it's hard to know where they're going. And. 
we just identified several different things. It, they figured out that if they could call every, any kind of illness that involves all the same 98 symptoms, a disease that you suffer from, that we would take that on and keep saying it. Sure. And if we keep saying you're a, you're a girl, even though you're a boy, you're a girl, you're a girl, we'll, we'll believe it. Everything has to be, they, and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it's a constant repetition. And I mean constant, even among conservatives. Why? Because we already feel sort of like, oh, you're the conspiracy theorist. Oh, you're questioning. And so it helps us feel like we're part of the norm. But the norm's a lie (laughs) right now. You know, there are writing correction programs out there that you Uh can use. Mm -hmm. Do you you have a people correction program? If you want to check your writing for Mm -hmm. grammar and vocabulary. Mm -hmm. And one of them right now, Mm -hmm. if you type transgenderism into a document, Mm -hmm. it pops up a warning that says using the term transgenderism may offend people. Oh, well, dear heavens, we can't do that. Yeah, I mean... Is oh that my gosh. not halt manipulation? Everything. Halt everything. Oh, I better not use oh, that don't word. don't offend. Yeah. Um, we've been offending since the dawn of time. In fact, the first act was to offend God. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been doing that a long, long time. Um, so why does that stop us now? I mean, I don't care. If a person is so sensitive that they get offended over this hour of a show, like if they got offended over mm-hmm. what we've just talked about, isn't that on them? Of course. Why do you now have to reaccommodate somebody that's offended? It's ridiculous. Let them be offended. Let them sit in offended stew and just toss themselves around for a while. What could happen? Nothing, except they remain offended. So what? Well, that's another situation where they're not offended by what you said. They're offended by how they feel. About it, yeah. Yeah. And how they've convinced themselves and justified. You're not offending them. They're offended because of how they feel about themselves. Allowing themselves to be. Sure. Yeah. And so it's on them. Let them sit in offensive stew and stew. That's just how it's going to work. Doesn't mean you have to be mean. Just means you got to tell the truth. Yep. Just tell the truth. Be faithful, be fearless, right? Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Are you fed up with where our nation is headed? Here at the John Birch Society, we know how to fix a reckless, corrupt, and out-of-control government. It starts with patriots like you. We believe the only way to liberty and national sovereignty is to not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adhere to them. The Constitution is America's only solution. Join the John Birch Society today. Visit us at jbs.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. If I were a break when the ring the bell. Oh well, it's just another day in hell. <laughs> I bet you can't guess the title of that song. Yeah, Another Day in Hell. Anyway, um, on that cheery note, uh, welcome back. Um, and yes, I always have hope. And yes, we're going to get through this. Uh, trust me, we'll get through it. It's just, it's going to get harder. And you're going to get punished for speaking the truth. 
Um, I've incurred censorship. I've incurred all kinds of things. I get punished for telling the truth um, on a regular basis. And you're going to get punished for standing up for this. And uh, you're, you're just going to get punished. And it's going to feel like so strange because you know you're standing up for what's right and logical and sensical, but it'll feel like everyone else is, is there to to take you down if you're going to stand up and say the truth that everybody realizes, everybody recognizes, but won't say. The strangest part is when you get punished Mm -hmm. and you realize that you never expected that person to punish you. Yeah, right. I know. And there's a lot more of that coming. Remember how we talked about 30 to 40, probably 50% of cities co-opted by government and co-opted by these messages and and kind of made to feel like they have to walk in lockstep in order to receive all the benefits and the money and the gifts and the buildings and this and that and this and that. And it goes on in every city in America. That lockstep is what we're talking about in this hour. Mm-hmm. So don't do it. Say no to all that. And then just don't walk in lockstep. And it's okay because I would rather have what's going to happen happen because I'm saying the truth than, than go along with the lie. I, I, I just, I, it's amazing to me how many lies are told right now. We see it a lot. If you look at your politicians, mm-hmm. that's where we really can see it. Because mm-hmm. think about the things they said when they were running for office. Yeah. And then a year or they, two down the road, yeah. see what they're saying. Yeah. And it's like a walk, big you have difference. To walk yeah, it's a mm-hmm. big difference. Yeah. And everyone's got their own ambitions and. Uh, uses it for that and 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 what have you but how are we going to get the strength to stand up to this i mean when i say people need to go into their churches and they need to say to to the the person in charge we're not going to go along with some of this stuff we can't because it goes against what we're supposed to be learning in here (laughs) so you know all churches across the board the people have to change it yep if the people stay silent and go along Okay, and it might be, you know, it might be like a a pastor saying, well, support means that the little boy dressed as a girl can go on the big week long overnight camp. Right. With all the little girls in the tent. Okay, the parents have to then go to that pastor and say, won't be tolerated or we're all leaving. So and the person that's transgender and the parent of that transgender is going to have to realize that. They changed, they brought this on, and that they should never expect everyone else to go along with it, hook, line, and sinker, and be a part of that. If they want to do that, if this is the choice in the family, especially with little kids, because you know the parents are spurning that on, okay? But to me, it's like, you you did that, so, so you have to kind of understand that not everyone's going to be very accommodating to that in the in the world of fantasy and delusion. We're not going to go along. But we just have to make sure we stand up. You know, say something. We need to also remember something about children. Mm -hmm. Until they enter puberty, Mm -hmm. they are asexual beings. Yeah. They don't have you know, sexual feelings. They're, they're plain play. They're, it's all play. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like Brad Pitt's daughter. All of a sudden, she was a boy, a boy, a boy, the press kept saying, and then all of a sudden, she developed in this beautiful girl. When, when you hear someone say, mm-hmm. I remember at five years old feeling like I was actually a girl, mm-hmm. that's an absolute lie. Yeah. It's well, a lie. They, I mean, they're playing. It's like yeah. they feel like Batman, too. Are you going to change them into that? Right. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Okay, Mike. Hi. What are your you thoughts? Know, hey, you know what I would add too is that kids uh, uh, at the very early age when they're all playing with each other, they don't recognize race either. No, nope. you know they, they don't. don't. They learn that later on, you know, and maybe that's more cultural. But you know, I, I just kind of I wanted to go back to and, and you, Milty, you had said something about you know buying a twenty dollar dictionary. Yep. Okay, and I want to kind of drive this point home is that you know we. Now, I'm talking about me, you, us three here, and most of the listeners. We're living in a world that's really digital now. And, I mean, digitization, it allows for deception and, and a false reality where, you know, like, just example, a book like the dictionary, Amazon can't go back in there and, and rewrite that and, and, you know, give the new woke definition of whatever, yep. right? Right. And, and I would just turn to the turn looking forward you know everything's going to be sold as conveniences this this digitization this ai all the transhumanism it's going to be sold as it's a much more convenient thing and i don't know how they're going to spend that now Mm. but um you know i mean just in in the last 20 years i mean the internet and cell phones have been sold to us as a much more convenient world and you know but you know, just we've got to. I think I think that the more, and I, I want to just get your mm-hmm. comment or if you agree with this, but the more digitization of our human experience, the less human we are. Oh, yep. amen. Right? To that. Yeah, yeah. Thank and you. And I would just to, to go, jump way forward mm-hmm. is that be cautious and be vigilant to not allow yourself to become more digitized. Yeah. I, oh, I so agree with you. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the call. You know, the whole metaverse thing, that is all about taking every action you do and giving it a string like of uh, identifiable factors in it so that you send a picture out and then, and then that picture goes viral, but you can take that string and go right back to your phone, okay? And it's all about that. No wonder they changed Facebook to metaverse. It's laying the footprint for that digital of our lives and who we are. But I was thinking about Satan and I was thinking about how first, you know, you go after, you know, you, you, you try to turn women into something they're not. Then you, you, you're going after the nuclear family and that's not good enough. Now you got to go after who we inherently are at our core because that was a, a gift from God. We all came down as either men or women. He did not deliver us in 5,000 genders. And there was a reason for who we are at our core and so, of course, you have to go after that to erase your core, erase who you are and make you so confused you don't know what's up or down. Right. Yeah. You now, know, another thing is let, let's remember convenience in and of itself is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Convenience, convenience is, is a good, good but thing. But what are we trading? Yes. It's what are you giving up for that convenience? Mm-hmm. It's nice to be able to look up a word on your phone. Mm hmm. But not if you're getting the wrong meaning. Right, right. So if you have a doubt about the mm-hmm. the, the usage of the word, mm-hmm. look it up in a paper book. We sh- yeah, we should do a show on everything we've traded for convenience yes. and safety. The convenience has made us lazy and the safety has made us um, in chains, put us in chains. Yep. But those are the two things. Those are the drivers. Yep. Uh, We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show with a special guest. Be right back. Don't go anywhere.
The John Birch Society has been working tirelessly since 1958 to preserve freedom, safeguard the Constitution, and restore our God-given rights. We continually educate voters and lead the freedom movement. Join us as we work against a tyrannical one-world government. United as one, we can defeat this conspiracy against a free America. JBS founder Robert Welch said, education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. Go to jbs.org and join us in restoring this great nation. Marked safe from Biden's incomprehensible word choices today, the Kate Daly Show starts now. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words, we the people. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Almost all the world's constitutions are documents in which governments tell the people what their privileges are. Our constitution is a document in which we the people tell the government what it is allowed to do. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Well, amen to what Reagan just said. It is we the people, and I wish we were running our government, but that isn't the case. So how do we take that back? What do we do? And uh, we're going to be talking to our special guest uh, on the Kate Daly Show. Um, Anders Edwardson joins Milty and I. How are you, Anders? Oh, just fine. Uh, Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is such an interesting thing because you um, do not originate from this country. Uh, You're Swedish and you uh, became a citizen and wrote this book called Radical Betrayal, How Liberals and Neoconservatives Are Wrecking American Exceptionalism. And this just barely came out. And it, it talks about our founding father's vision um, and uniting a few colonies into an exceptional nation and how, were they, how they were about to do that and how America's greatness is now disintegrating. And we were just talking about this in the last hour, too, because... There's, it's, it's doing it in so many ways. And and so, you know, you grew up in Sweden, right? Yes. Yes. And so what was that like? What was your view of America when you were growing up? Oh, I, I fell in love with America at the age of 10. Wow. I managed to nag my mother to sit up and watch the election results coming in in 1980. I was 10 years old, and uh, it was in the middle of the night. I didn't really speak the language, but it was just something with Reagan and America that uh, resonated with me. And uh, my whole life, I I planned to move over here, and now, 45 years later, almost, I'm here. Now you're doing it. All right. I love that. And so... When you're when you're going after a topic that's that broad and you're talking about both sides of the aisle, when did you realize it was both sides of the aisle? I would say around 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. when uh, the complete mistake of inv- invading Iraq became obvious. Mm. Then I really started to to think about okay, I, I knew since before that uh, that 
the left didn't like what America was, uh, the, the exceptionalist heritage with capitalism mm-hmm. and inven- individual freedom and stuff. But I also started to pick up on that. On the other side, there were radicals in, in their own right that betrayed what George Washington Thomas mm-hmm. Jefferson, John Adams, and, and the rest of the founders had had tried to set up. Mm-hmm. And it worked fine for over 100 years, but since around 1900, uh, things have slowly but steadily started to unravel this great uh, exceptionalist heritage. Mm. Uh, on the right, it's Mostly, even if the left is is on that boat, also it, it's mostly warmongering and mm-hmm. and and giving up the balanced bud, budget philosophy mm-hmm. that marked the Republican Party for all, over a hundred years. And on the left, of course, as Reagan said, the the Democratic Party has geared so far left that they have left America. Yeah. Especially since the 1960s. I agree. Full communism, globalism. Um, So when you were talking about the glue in your book, the glue of American exceptionalism, what is the glue that you think holds us together? Well, it is the exceptionalist heritage. What, as I said, Washington and Jefferson Mm -hmm. and Adams and, and the founders said why they started this country from the beginning was as an antithesis of Europe. The taxes should be low, the regulations few, mm-hmm. uh, states and individuals should take most decisions. The, the federal government should only uh, engage with like defense and foreign policy and maybe some infrastructure and cu- currency and a few other things. And, and all that heritage... And it worked for uh, for over a hundred years, but when uh, especially the left started around 1900, the so-called uh, progressive movement, they they just said that the American heritage is bunk; it uh, it's not worth saving. Uh, they realized they couldn't throw out the constitution it was too popular so they but since then they've done everything they can just to go around it go through it go under it go over it and there is hardly anything left uh, on the left of the respect for what this country once was mm. and made it so exceptional and different yeah Yeah, because I don't think there are exceptionals, and there's a lot of people out there that have been trained by the media and the government now to think that exceptionalism is if we're all unified on gay marriage, or if we're all in all of our views, or if we're all unified in certain aspects, and and it was never like a, it was never a unifying, it was more of a freedom to feel as you wanted, and government was limited. But you talk about in your book, the federal welfare state, killing off a huge part of who we were as a country and foreign policy. Would you say those two things are the, the two biggest or is there more? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because uh, the welfare state has turned individual free Americans, millions of, of us into 
more or less serves of the federal government. Millions of people would probably die of starvation within a month if, if we suddenly just cut off all federal aid. And on the other side, George Washington said that America should be uh, interacting economically with uh, with the world, mm-hmm. but uh, generally stay out of of its uh, of wars and, and other nasty business uh, when it's nothing that concerns us directly. And both those things, a small federal government and, and a peaceful foreign policy, is is all but gone these days. Oh, so true. What else is hurting us, do you think? What else is hurting us the most? I should say there's so many things, but what else is hurting us? I mean, if you're into philosophy, they, mm-hmm. uh, scholars talk about modernization generally, and they always talk about it as something good, mm-hmm. that it's getting rid of... Uh, uh, prejudice and 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 and, and bad ideas and, and and stuff like that. And to a certain extent, of course, that that's true. It was a lot uh, of of things in the past that we either left or right don't want want to get back these mm-hmm. days. Slavery, for example. But it's also they have gone so far. They have pushed so far with getting rid of everything traditional and old and ancient, that people are just atomistic individuals today that don't have anything in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you take uh, t- take one of these left-wing uh, loonies in uh, Oregon, for example, mm-hmm. Portland, Oregon, he or she could, or some of the other 57 genders, could probably not sit down and talk politics in a rational manner with a Trump voter from uh, from Brighton, Michigan, even if they wanted to, because yeah. their worldview has become so different. And that's what I mean with uh, that uh, liberals and neoconservatives are wrecking American exceptionalism, because they... they by doing what they have been doing for the last hundred years, they they have taken away what united Americans. And in a country with people created by people from all corners of the world, to have this glue, the exceptionalist heritage that everyone could uh, put their name under and say, hey, I'm now an American and I believe in this, Mm -hmm. when that's gone, What's holding this great country together anymore? Right. It was a poll, I think, two years ago, who said that over 40% of both uh, Democrats and Republicans have got so tired that they say split the country up in two or three. And I, that's not the great shining city on the hill I wanted to emigrate to. Right. Then we would just turn into a bunch of European states. <laughs> Amen. Because that really is kind of the goal, isn't it? I mean, our unity was in our freedom. That was the only thing that you, that's what unified mm-hmm. us, our freedom and our system of government. Yep. Right. Yeah. So yeah. 
Nothing else was supposed would, to be used. I, I, I wouldn't say it's the left goals, though, or, or, or the establishment goals, because mm-hmm. if America split up in two or three or four different, mm-hmm. different smaller unions, these people could not sit in D.C. and, uh, and pretend to be Roman emperors and send uh, armies around the world as they are doing today. So I think they, they if, if they, some of if the union started to split up, I think we would have a, a second civil war because uh, D.C. would never allow it. Yeah, you're yeah. right. No, you're, abs- you're absolutely right on that. Yeah, you are. They want to treat us like European nations. They just don't want us to be <laughs> European nations, but they want to treat us that yeah. way um, in, 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 mm. in this region with Canada and Mexico. But I so appreciate you coming on. Radical Betrayal is the name of the book, How Liberals and Neoconservatives Are Wrecking American Exceptionalism. This just came out in December. Grab the book. Anders uh, Edwardson, I'm, I'm glad that you are a Swedish man that cares about America. Thank you. I love that. I love that. I think that's great. And uh, I wish people that grew up here and lived here and were born here felt the same way that you did and understood what you did. And you're right. Those two people couldn't have a conversation now. We need to work on our roots because our roots have been very diminished um, by the removal of history and the removal of um of education so thank you anders really appreciate you and of course uh we will be right back on the kate daly show don't go anywhere and um just you know stay with us <laughs> stay with us we're gonna um, have collins so 888-673-1450 be right back Self-reliance. It's not a phrase we hear much in our culture these days. It might conjure up images of pioneers, the West, rifles, strapping men, and strong women. But what does it mean for us in today's world? The New American Magazine has just released its latest collector's edition, Self-Reliance, Foundation of Freedom. In it, the New American authors outline the necessity of self-reliance for a free people, tips for self-reliant living, and the importance of not giving up hope. This unique edition includes articles on the self-sufficiency of the founders, preparing for a worst-case scenario, firearms, financial self-reliance, the importance of community, and many other topics by expert writers. Now, for a limited time, The New American is offering a bundle of three collector's editions, Self-Reliance, The Great Reset, and Trump World for just $19.95. A great stocking stuffer available at shopjbs.org. Visit shopjbs.org today. This is the Kate Daly Show. Boogie on night, boogie suit you have your heads in the sky, your feet on the ground, and boogie. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. <laughs> KateDalyRadio.com. Um, will Social Security be there for you? Um, I would shore myself up. I would shore myself up with gold and silver. I would put a portion of your money into gold and silver and not cash. I would, um, I'd limit your cash and, uh, I want use cash, use cash wherever you go. That's not the message, but just be diverse. And, um, there's all kinds of good advice you can get from Birch Gold. Text 989898 and text my name, Kate. You got your phone in your hand? Just go into your in your messages. The phone number is 989898 and text my name. You'll get some great info. 
And it's free. I like that. And it's free to get everything out there that you have out there shored up with gold. So I would take part in that. It's a very smart move. And there's a reason Ron Paul keeps telling everyone, you ought to do this and you ought to do it with Birch Gold because they have a stellar reputation. Um, so I appreciate um, uh, Anders. Anders. He was great. Yeah. And and it's, you know, that's a common theme today, though. Yeah is that people who came to the United States because of our history of exceptionalism are frightened now, are seeing that something's not quite right. Like Harold. Yeah. From East Germany. More so than than our own people do. That's what's disconcerting, is that they understand what's gone on, what's happened to this country. More than, like he said, you've got the lefty loony in Portland that doesn't have a clue. Right. But they grew up here and lived off the gift of America, but can't recognize what's really going on in the country. Well, and they also live through the brainwashing of our indoctrination centers. So it's it's so sad. And when he was talking about, you know, these people not having any grounding, any roots, any cultural anything to to ground them because we've erased it. We're erasing it with flags right now. We're getting rid of the seals on every single flag so that it can be penetrated with a political message. Once you take the seal off, it's legal to do that. You can put a a gay flag. You can do all kinds of things on a state flag now. Um, And so it was never about the cartoons that they're putting forth. It was about what they could take off of the flag so that people could put on for uh, motivations like that. We're taking our statues out where we're, we've watered down education to the point where we we actually went backwards and we're, we can't even teach two plus two. Two plus two now is how you feel. Do you feel the answer six? Well, then it is. <laughs> um, it's all yeah. about feelings. Right. Uh, no, it's not. It's called math. But, you know, we have all of these things and they've gone after our roots. They've gone after our history and that's how they do it. And so when we talk about well-laid plans and people say, Oh, that's crazy talk. Our government would never do that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to say. They are. Um, we identify it. You identify it. You see it. it and it says it's a gradual subversion of the, of the country. We lose what made us great. And what made us great was that, um, that you know, when, when people say it's an experiment, it wasn't an experiment. It was actually, to me, because I, I don't I don't like that phrase. It, actually, to me, it was getting the government that it, how it was supposed to be, how it was supposed to it, to serve the people. Right. It wasn't about just an experiment they threw out. Well, if it like was any meeny miny mo. If it was an experiment, we wouldn't call the founders the founders. <laughs> it yeah. was a foundation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's a great point. <laughs> It's a great point, but you'll see a lot of leftists do that. Oh, it was an experiment and it failed. No, no. It's just that I don't, I think the founders knew that we were going to have trouble keeping what we had. And I think they tried their best to make it about principles and hoping that we would have the character and morality to keep it right. The character and morality is the key points there, but, but we don't. So what are we going to do? We're going to have to improve the character and morality of the people somehow, some way. And you're seeing so many signs of this. The good news is, is that I'm seeing this kind of movement of, of wanting the truth. And I'm loving that. I think that that it's been refreshing, especially after the last several years. It is. 
But at the same time, we're still being bombarded with globalism. I know. And turn. Mm-hmm. A, a really good example of that is the Artemis launch. Oh, can we? <laughs> it, yeah, we have like 20 seconds, but there's so much to say. There is. Mm. And it's and it's really globalism. I know. I know. Let's uh, let's talk about this on the flip side of the break. <laughs> Artemis. That's in the news today. Mm-hmm. Back to the moon. Um, and they even say, they even give it a caveat, after 50 years. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, America. How tired are you of mainstream corporate media's biased narratives and manipulated news? Their dishonesty and attempts to influence this generation have been exposed put on display for anyone who's even half paying attention. But the New American Magazine has been an honest source of news and commentary for over 50 years. This is your opportunity to receive the stalwart of principled journalism at a deep discount. Picture a beautifully published magazine arriving at your doorstep twice a month, packed with insightful stories written with integrity. It's also available digitally on the New American's mobile app. Get up to speed with intelligent coverage from a freedom perspective. Right now, for a limited time, The New American is available to radio listeners at a 25% discount on a new subscription. Visit thenewamerican.com slash radio25 and receive 25% off. Subscribe today at thenewamerican.com slash radio25. Is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show, the song, Give Me Your Lover. Uh, welcome back, and uh, of course, visit my wonderful sponsors. Preparewithkate.com is a great way to get food storage. I recommend it because we were doing searches on, um, it goes into My Patriot Supply, but then it gives the show the credit, so we can actually stay on the air. Preparewithkate.com, um, and uh, they were the best deals, hands down, of anything out there. So just be grabbing little things right now, little things, just Keep going, right? Right now is your window, and uh, they've got spectacular deals on things. Why? Because there's a lot of people that kind of went, oh, I guess we'll stop prepping, right? Don't stop prepping. You need to have things um, for whatever happens, I believe. And um, it'll give you peace of mind anyway. So welcome back. We So Artemis, <laughs> so can I just say something really fast? No, you <laughs> no go ahead. Um <laughs> There was a, a really famous uh, talk show host that had a really, um, who everyone knows, who had a really big problem with my view on the moon and landing. And because I questioned it and the, um, what, was, what was told to me was, if you question it, you're un-American. Okay. Um, I actually think if you're an American, you question. However, that comes back, it's fine. But you should always be questioning. So he was very perturbed that I had this view of the moon and is basically instructing people to never, ever, ever take a solitary question, which I find strange. Anyway, go ahead. Artemis. <laughs> you know, the, the Artemis, uh, first of all, is a globalist program. Mm-hmm. They say NASA runs it, but 
The reality is it's a combination of the European Union, Japan, Mm -hmm. and the United States. Mm -hmm. It's a global program. Now, there have been three other attempts to Mm -hmm. land on the moon Mm -hmm. with, with unmanned craft, and they've all failed. So... The question becomes, how did we do it (laughs) since the three other attempts since we landed on the moon Mm -hmm. have failed? And this one seems to not be hanging on to the schedule they made. Um, So if you Google this, this is this is the official reason from NASA. The last time a person visited the moon was December 1972 during NASA's Apollo 17 mission. Astronauts say the reasons why are budgetary and political, not scientific or technical. (laughs) Kind of like that cookie in the cookie jar that's missing. We did not eat it. We did not eat it. Anyway, and then they went on to say it's possible NASA could land someone on the moon again by 2025 at the very earliest. So don't expect anything less. Then when you go to, to NASA's website, it says NASA's preparing to return to the moon by 2024 um, and establish sustainable operations by 2028. They keep pushing the date back, in other words. So this has been a very interesting thing to, to watch because even on, on their own website, they have a really hard time explaining away the last 52 years. <laughs> so... Jan Warner, a former director general of the Mm -hmm. European Space Agency, said the reason it's a fundamental challenge is that you are always close to failure because you have to be light Mm -hmm. or the spacecraft will not fly. You can't have you cannot have a huge safety margin. Mm hmm. Almost all spacecraft are prototypes. You mean all? Yeah. (laughs) So these are the reasons that they haven't gone back all this time. Oh, not all. There's two more. (laughs) There's two more. NASA says on their website, nasa.gov forward slash technology, if you'd like to fact check me, food safety. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. One of the many problems NASA faced planning space missions this last 52 years um, was the need to ensure that all food that astronauts took with them was free of microbes that could make them sick. The agency enlisted food manufacturer Pillsbury to, (laughs) sorry, this is on the NASA website, I'm sorry, to um, help tackle the problem. Well, Pillsbury is so Fresh and so nutritious. Poppin' fresh, actually. (laughs) The company quickly discovered existing quality control methods were not up to task. I mean, it's okay if you eat Pillsbury. But the... (laughs) But not the astronauts. But not the astronauts. And in the last 50 years, we could never cure this problem. Um, What about Tang? (laughs) Don't they still have Tang? So that makes sense. I mean, I'm always worried about... I know that back in 1969, we were totally worried about food safety. I mean, it was the biggest topic ever. Okay. The other one was space, sorry, space blankets. This is right off of NASA's website. One of the prevalent spinoffs, I'm sorry, from the entire space program was invented for Apollo era space suits. Um, 
It might be best known as the space blanket found in emergency kits and handed out at the end of marathons. But multi-layer reflective insulation is more often used in less visible applications. They found by layering mylar that this that this could work, but they were worried about the insulation. <laughs> <clears throat> also, there is another one. Uh, there's two more. Quake proofing. They needed extra shock absorbers. I guess in 69, this, w- <laughs> this wasn't a problem. The moon's having and, earthquakes. Well, <laughs> that doesn't sound right. This is NASA. And also, rechar- rechargeable hearing aids <laughs> have been a problem um, because they um, they really needed to master this. And so they've got they've they've they, they've always been disposable. But because the zinc batteries that can be made small enough for them aren't rechargeable. <laughs> Sorry. They, they actually this are, is, by the way. But the, but NASA's giving these reasons as to why the last 51 years didn't pan out. You know, the food part I can kind Sorry. of understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who wants well. to vomit and have diarrhea in a weightless spacecraft? <laughs> so I get that. And I get why they ask Pillsbury. No, I really don't. No. <laughs> Okay, um, it's like asking Quaker, asking I don't know Post uh, to help out, but it, does okay. It, does anyway. it make you wonder at all if freeze dried food is safe <laughs> after twenty years? <laughs> we haven't gone back to the moon for fifty two years because of the fact that we don't have the food for them. Well, the the right. the guys yeah. that did go to the I, moon did come back mm-hmm. looking awful thin. <laughs> yeah, but you know, even saying this, we're the crazies yes. that question this. So yeah. when you're reading this, you're just supposed to take it in and act like this is all normal and true. And um, the space blankets, that insulation is, is has become a, it's an issue. Fifty two years couldn't work that one out, and um, rechargeable hearing aids couldn't work that one out either, and obviously could not work out the food problem. Hmm. What do you do? You just stay grounded. And then they said the the problem was uh, budgetary. They have a lot of money. There's a lot of money that goes into NASA. So, and I'm kind of guessing that if we could go back to the moon or go to the moon at all, that people would pay for trips. I mean, you talk about private industry going, they would. I just can't believe they haven't offered that in 52 years. It just you, doesn't make sense. You know, if you look back, do you remember how mm. great and well-paying the jobs on the Alaska oil pipeline were? <laughs> Imagine going hey, to the moon. You to would work. have people going right and left. <laughs> and you would have people paying NASA an awful lot yeah. of money. What a money grab that would have been. Over 50. Can you imagine the money accumulated after that long? Well, the minerals. Ooh. So why did they do that? And then they also explained away why they don't have a shred of evidence of ever going there. They said that they just lost it. So they go, they ended up in a storage unit somewhere. Have they checked Biden's garage? (laughs) (laughs) He's got everything else. Be right back. Keith Daly Show.
If Americans want to remain a free and sovereign nation, more people need to understand the principles and values that built America. At the John Birch Society, we have the organization, the plan, and the resources to do just that. Our founder, Robert Welch, said, education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. Go to jbs.org to learn more, including how you can get involved to work locally and impact nationally. Join us at jbs.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. You know what? You can call up 888-673-1450. We're so glad to hear from you. And um, it was, you know, what's interesting. I was last night. I was um, uh, for some reason I got onto Art Bell. Did you ever listen to Art Bell? Yeah. 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 And uh, a lot of people are fans of Art Bell, and he got truckers through a lot of mileage, okay, uh, across across America, and it was great. And he had some very interesting shows, and he was always curious about everything. And his 1999 show was all about people calling up with climate fear <laughs> and Y2K fear. And, you know, when you go back into those episodes and you really kind of understand that it's been a fear game all along and all of these things that have happened, it, that that... The trickery is there, the deceit is there, the manipulation is there by government. So, and it was fun to kind of go back and listen because you're just, you're thinking, oh my gosh, that was how many years ago, right? And we still have, you know, fear porn and, and everything else. But it got me thinking about how deceitful government has been, how they always have been this way, and how it just takes somebody to question. And when I hear, don't question, that's anti-American, <laughs> Because we have to believe in several institutions of happenings in America for us to believe in the nation. Because that's really what they're saying, okay? The people that knock somebody like me down to try to say, you can't say, you can't question anything. Because you guys all know, and I'm sorry, you, you all heard what I just read, and that was ridiculous, okay? That was no explanation of the last 52 years, but NASA tried to pass that off. So... What I'm saying is, is you're, you're trying to ask a question and the answer is, if you tear down these three things that I think happened in America, then you ruin my idea of America, then your America is based off of the wrong things. Okay. Your America is not based on the things that made America fantastic, that made America exceptional in the beginning. Your testimony, let's say, of America then is built on the moon landing, is built on the government narrative of 9-11, is built on the government narrative of the JFK assassination. And if you can't question those things, first of all, I wonder about you if you can't question them. Because what's holding you back? There's lots of questions to be asked. And second, what, where does your testimony of America lie? And what do you find valuable about this country? The value of the country wasn't in the moon landing. And it wasn't in the narrative of 9-11. And it wasn't in the narrative of the JFK thing. And all along, that's not where I find my country. It just isn't. So I always wonder, really wonder about people who can't ask a single question about the happenings do you yeah no it's it's odd and and the other thing that's odd is 
you can't get anybody to say what they think is still great about America. Other than this one guy I met who who could definitely say without doubt he thought it was the U.S. Postal Service. (laughs) (laughs) He was real bright. (laughs) I just, we have to get back to a place where we realize where our, our true values for this country are. And it can't be in things that the media or the government has told us. It has to be going clear back to the founders, going clear back to the documents that designated a government run by the people. There's many things that you can love about this country, but if we get so dialed into an event that that becomes who we are, huge red flag problem for me. But we are not a government run by the people anymore. Mm-mm. No. I mean, we're, no. we're not. No. It's, it's just not that way. They don't listen to their constituencies. Mm-hmm. They they live in Washington, D.C., yeah, which right. is, there's no reason for that. No, no, there's no reason. And it was all the hijacking of money yeah. and, and dark, deep black holes for money laundering and everything else in control and everything else that they've done. And so there was a lot of reasons for the deceit. So if you know they're deceitful and everyone's telling, you know, walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's a duck. And so don't put your faith in anything that they spill out of their mouths. Just don't. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You can't have a more un-American principle than don't question authority. <laughs> then we're nothing but robots. Why did they put the freedom of speech in the First Amendment if we're only supposed to take orders and, and uh, think what they tell us to think? Right. But uh, real quickly uh, about that subject earlier, I wanted to share how to stand up to people that embrace irrationality, mm-hmm. uh, men or w- women and boys or girls and so forth, uh, two ways. One is it's illogical. So you logic. You know, the father of logic was Aristotle, and uh, I mean, he didn't create logic. He just identified all the laws or main laws and principles. And one of his principles is A is A. It's not B. It's not D. It's not F. And boys are boys, and they're not girls. Mm-hmm. The chromosomes say that. Uh, you, you know, you have to have two X chromosomes to be a girl and an X and Y. Mm-hmm. And so you teach, if you're in a church or wherever, teach the person logic. Uh, and and then go yes. further into that. But when you're in the church, something else you can do is it's anti-God, it's anti-Christian to not to uh, say that girls are boys and so forth. Mm-hmm. That's like saying pigs can fly. <laughs> and our responsibility as Christians is one of our major responsibilities is a great commission. Mm-hmm. And how do we uh, have people, expect people to listen to us when we bring them the gospel and so forth, and we believe pigs fly and that girls are boys, <laughs> and boys are yeah. girls, it's really right. uh, uh, discrediting anybody yes. trying to be a Christian to do their job as a Christian and to the be kid, saying such yes. irrationality. You're right. Thank you for that. And the kids notice and the kids yeah. see that. And don't you think you're hurting the credibility of you and the message that you really want to get to those kids? So, yeah, we got to stop lying and start start being very vocal as parents and very vocal as people, not even just parents, people in the churches and say, I won't go along with that. Yeah. When when someone tells you you're a hater or you're not Christ-like, you don't mm-hmm. love unconditionally, what they're really saying is that you are, and they don't mm-hmm. like it Yeah, because you call them out. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to help save souls. And the reason I know what you're saying is true is if I said, 
I love Satanism and I love the Satanist that lives on the corner. All of a sudden, that unconditional love goes away. Yeah. <laughs> so it isn't about unconditional love. It's yes, you can be good to one another. You don't have to be mean. Message done, right? But you still have to stand up. You still have to stand up for truth and you still have to be bold enough to do it. And if it means talking to a bishop or a pastor or a priest or whatever and saying, I won't go along, I won't, I won't take a ride on crazy train of delusion, do it because you, we have to, or we lose it all because they will, you know, there, there's probably a lot of instructions coming down and people are just going to have to stand more firm. And if they realize that the congregations aren't going for any of this, then they'll They'll step back a little yes, bit and they they'll will. take stock in what they're what they're putting out there. Because once the once all the churches got five oh one C threes, the government tells them what line to tow. And mm-hmm. the people are gonna have to take that line back. They're gonna have to do it. In every congregation in America. Thanks you guys. Be faithful, be fearless. This is the Kate Daly show. Be back tomorrow for a Friday show.